as uh, evolve in ministry. I have uh, increasingly aligned with scholars, thinkers, theologians who teach that the word is capable of standing on its own without theological treatises and uh, expositions that we call sermons. And so today I will share with you these three readings from the lectionary for today. And we will sit with them. I will not preach a standard sermon and uh, I am uh, very careful about the way I comport in this pulpit that belongs to these pastors and um, to Patrick. So please bear with me. And OMG, it is so good to be in your presence. Let us pray. Blessed Lord, in your generosity, illumine our hearts and our minds today. Quicken us and alert us to the power of your spirit. And embolden us for the work of faithful service in your creation. In Christ we pray. Amen. From the book of Exodus, listen for the word of the Lord. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall mark for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. Tell the whole congregation of Israel that on the 10th of this month, they are to take a lamb for each family. A lamb for each household. 
If a household is too small for one whole lamb, it shall join its closest neighbor in obtaining one. The lamb shall be divided in proportion to the number of people who eat of it. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a year old male. You may take it from the sheep or the goats. You shall keep it until the 14th day of this month. Then the whole assembled congregation of Israel shall slaughter it. At twilight, they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lintel of the houses in which they eat it. They shall eat the lamb that same night. They shall eat it roasted over fire with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled in water, but roasted over fire with its head, legs, and inner organs. You shall let none of it remain until the morning. Anything that remains until the morning, you shall burn. And this is how you shall eat it. Your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it hurriedly. It is the Passover of the Lord. For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night and I will strike down every firstborn in the land of Egypt, both human beings and animals. On all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgments For I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. And no plague shall destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. This day shall be a day of remembrance for you. You shall celebrate it. You shall celebrate it. You shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord and throughout your generations you shall observe it as a perpetual ordinance.
We're going to sing a chorus together. The words are printed in your bulletin. It may be new to you, and so we're going to sing it through a number of times. And I invite you to, to listen as you need and as you feel ready and as the Spirit moves to join us in singing. One moment of privilege, please. Uh, in my tradition, a uh, song like that would not be sung the way we sang it just now. <laughs> and so, uh, those of you who are able and willing, I'm going to invite you to stand. And if you were looking at the words, they are, anointing fall on me, anointing fall on me, let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me, anointing fall on me. You don't need to keep looking at that. 
anointing fall on me, anointing fall on me. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me, anointing fall on me. And Jeremy, if you would be so kind, please, to uh, 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 lead us in that song again. And it is a prayer. It's, 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 it's not something we have to study so much as something that we engage and pray collectively as a community of faith. So let's engage it lightly and with care and compassion and passion. And it's okay if you look at each other. Fall on me so much better. Anointing, fall on me. The power of the Holy Ghost, anointing, fall on me. One more time, one more time. Fall on me, anointing, fall on me, let the power of the Holy Ghost anointing, fall on me. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. From the book of Ezekiel. So, you, mortal, I have made a sentinel. You, mortal, I have made you a sentinel for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. If I say to the wicked, O wicked ones, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked to turn from their ways, the wicked shall die in their iniquity, but their blood I will require at your hand. But if you warn the wicked to turn from their ways and they do not, the wicked shall die in their iniquity, but you will have saved your life. Now, you mortal, say to the house of Israel, Israel, you say our transgressions and our sins weigh upon us and we waste away because of them. How can we live? Well, say to them, 
As I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from their ways and live. Turn back. Turn back from your evil ways. For why would you die? Why would you make that choice? O house of Israel. from Paul's letter to the Romans. Owe no one anything except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this one word, love your neighbor as yourself. 
Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Besides this, you know what time it is. How it is now the moment for you to wake from your sleep. Salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone. The day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. The armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery, licentiousness, not in quarreling, jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. One of my greatest recollections is walking into this sanctuary as this front, this choir area, pulpit area, was under construction. I believe I walked in here with Pete Peary and Eric Wall. And subsequently, I was blessed. You blessed me with an opportunity to roam Side to side, back to front, around and around and around, and this beautiful wood floor, and grow in faith and worship with you. It is a gift to be able to call you home. And I am exceedingly grateful. And it is a gift to be able to hear the difficult words of scripture with you. And they are indeed difficult. Friends, I believe one of the challenges for Christendom today is for us somehow to move ourselves out of that which makes us comfortable 
into spaces like these. I believe part of the challenge of Christendom today is to embrace the hard, the difficult, the challenge, the mandates such as was just read in our hearing. Nobody wants to um, uh, move away from that which is easy and yet we are followers of the way, followers of Christ. We have inherited a faith tradition in which we must understand and hear and revisit periodically that the Lord is holding us accountable. And that accountability means that week by week, we engage in the act of responsible Christian living. Far too often, in my humble opinion, we skew toward the softer side of the gospel. And to be sure, the, 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 the word of God is there to provide um, hope to give us faith to speak into our hurts and our pains and our sorrows but friends it is also there to mobilize us and convict us and embolden us I really enjoyed the faith formation class I went to today in which one of my, the words of one of my heroes, one of our heroes, uh, were discussed. Martin Luther King Jr. And in a couple of weeks, I'm told that, uh, that uh, the faith formation class will engage a reading of letter from Birmingham Jail, one of my favorite pieces of literature in all of American literature. And in that letter, Dr. King says, I pass by these beautiful churches and I wonder, who is their God? Who is their God? That they would allow themselves to be complicit in the oppression of other human beings. gospel, the word of God, convicts us in such a way that we dare not be complicit, but that we speak truth, even unpopular truths, with the kind of love the Apostle Paul says never fails. This is the word of the Lord, friends. Thanks be to God.